Uh, where do we start? John Jones arrested. It's again, though. Is that really news? Eh, uh, kind of. Khabib and Ferguson is still gonna fucking happen, like, mental. And Conor McGregor sort of taking on the coronavirus. Um, I'll start with John Jones. So John Jones has been arrested for driving, uh, while pissed. Uh, or DWI, as they say in America. Driving while intoxicated. Am I surprised? Uh, nah, nah. But at the same time, I'm disappointed. Yes, John. Not angry, just disappointed. He was becoming what we always knew he could could be all right yes i thought he lost his last fight but the bottom line is the guy was like our michael jordan he was becoming the guy who you could rely on to turn up and win almost every fight and even if he didn't deserve to win he'd still fucking win this comes at a bad time because it was just as he'd rebuilt his reputation i, I felt like we were almost there with him where we were like i you you finally reached that that level that we knew you were capable of and greatest of all time was really his i'll, I'll read you the fucking details on thursday night john jones was arrested on four different counts Aggravated DWI Negligent use of firearms Possession of an open container What is that? Open container? I'm not really a, a gun Alright, is a gun uh, I thought he just had his like His lunchbox open or something They were like Yeah, we're getting him on that as well And no proof of insurance in a vehicle Oh, for fuck's sake but According to um, Officer Jason Brown He had a green leafy substance On his shirt and pants Consistent with marijuana Ooh The guy's a weed smoking motherfucker I thought weed was legal in America. Can I man just not enjoy a joint while he's out for a spin? I, just to be clear, I do not advocate that. The odour of alcohol coming from his facial area. Don't get too close. Coronavirus. Alright? Stay your distance, Officer Brown. Brown noted that during the search of the, art, the vehicle he found a handgun underneath the driver's seat. You're John Jones. Why do you need a gun? You are a fucking weapon. Of all the people who don't need a gun in this world, John Jones got me in the top five. Him and Mike Tyson. John, apparently, according to the officer, had bloodshot water eyes. I mean, the guy was high as fuck. Simple, simple ass, really. It was one in the morning as well, man. How can you smoke a joint and still be awake at one in the morning? That's what kind of athlete we're dealing with yeah. This guy is a machine. Oh, for fuck's sake, John. Sorry, I'm just reading some of this, right? So basically, John Jones gets pulled over. And when the officer looks in the passenger backseat, there's a, a quarter bottle left uh, 40% alcohol That's like Basically whiskey <laughs> This guy was Off his tits He was told Apparently in his In his last trial If I see you again You're not going home By the judge Nice knowing you John Have a good trip You fuckhead You were just about To be the goat Now I'm never Going to see the rematch The UFC have released A statement on it uh, We are aware Of the situation Regarding John and Albuquerque This morning The organisation Has been in contact With John's management team And is currently Gathering additional information What that means is If he gets sent to prison we can't do nothing If he gets off with it We'll probably let him fight again That's my translation I do like that about the UFC In a way It's the wild west isn't it They don't give a fuck You could have done anything And for the UFC Getting caught like driving while high and, and pissed Is like yeah whatever Do you know It's not a big deal to them I mean even if you murdered someone They'd be like yeah but mm, Was it a fight You know what I mean Like they wouldn't care. The MMA fighters have been reacting to it. Ben Askren has said, for the life of me, I can't figure out why he doesn't hire a buddy and pay him 50k a year to drive for him. Because he likes fast cars, Ben. You can't go fast in a passenger seat. Well, you can, but it doesn't feel the same, does it? It's like watching porn versus actually shagging. The guy who's actually got the at on Twitter, John Jones, he ain't a fighter. He's just some random guy. But every time John Jones does anything wrong, loads of people accidentally tweet this motherfucker. You gotta feel sorry for him. Because it's... it's he 
He's just put a tweet out saying, just once, why can't the headlines be something like UFC fighter John Jones saves kitten orphanage? Yeah, he's probably been getting more shit. <laughs> Colby Covington, you know, top shit talker, to be fair to him, says, there's no need to panic. The world's still perfectly normal. My favourite reaction, though, as always, got to be Izzy Adesanya. <laughs> this kid is a savage. <laughs> The first thing Izzy posts is a gif of him reading his phone and laughing his fucking head off. He doesn't give a fuck. This shit between him and Jones is serious. Jones is going to prison and he's laughing publicly about it. So John Jones put a tweet out the other day saying, first time in human history we can save the human race by laying in front of the TV and doing nothing. Now, Izzy, of course quotes this and goes testify catches holy ghost you know that's the real shame though that these two cunts hate each other so much they're so talented and yet we probably won't get to see them fight now if jones goes down you know the lucky thing is he didn't hurt anyone because the guy's a dumbass john jones there's there's an element of crazy in there that is why he's great but it's also why he keeps fucking up darren till just privately messaged israel adesanya a video Darren Till He wasn't doing that for anyone He just wants him to know I'm fucking coming for you Darren Till How can you not love him? The guy is an absolute fucking legend He just did a basic An interview with I think it was Ariel Hilwani Where he was just like All these influencers Posting about their perfect fucking lives It's bullshit Everyone acting like They've got a great life on Instagram And all that I'm fucking sick of it I want him to win a fucking world title Desperately But Izzy is gonna be hard to beat He might end up having to go back down to welterweight To make it happen I don't know I think he'd hang with Izzy I think it would be a great fight I mean that is the fight that's the one to make somehow I mean it isn't that surprising the only sporting event that's going to take place in the next month is UFC 249 Tony Ferguson versus Khabib Namagamedov whoever wins is the greatest lightweight of all time I fucking love this I know I know the coronavirus and that is terrible but I, I need a respite I need a break I need something else to fucking think about besides how sad shit is right now outside you know and thank you Dana for fucking pulling this off you know he's gonna do whatever it takes and or I know fighter safety and whatever but right now I just need something something to enjoy it seems like he's going to condense a lot of the cards that were happening around the same time so you had Francis Ngannou on a different card you had some other good fights on different cards he's going to just whack that big fucking five course meal for us for April 18th this might be the most watched UFC ever probably not quite Conor level but it'll be right up there I think top 10 because of how quiet everything is right now we could have some epic fights I'm grateful to Dana for trying to pull this off I know he's getting a lot of shit from the MMA journalists right now because of fighter safety and and some of it is fair and the fact that there's reports that he didn't pay the fighters for UFC London that never happened that's pretty shitty but just just imagine right not in that shitty way the celebrity song imagine all the fights right imagine them the violence uh you got potentially tony ferguson khabib right at the top you got francis and who whenever he fights it's fireworks for christ's sake then we might get colby covington versus woodley on that card i mean that would be a feast throw connor and justin gaethje on this shit as well i don't think connor's gonna 
he's pretty outspoken about the coronavirus right now. Um, it's happening in an undisclosed location. He isn't telling anyone shit day and night. He's like behind closed doors. And I, like I said, I'm I'm down for this. I've said it on a podcast once. Like, all right, we probably need commentators, but I want to hear the thud. I want to. I want them to turn that fucking volume right up from inside the cage and really feel like we're watching some Bruce Lee shit. Actually, fuck the commentators. If Joe Rogan's not going to be there, then we fuck the commentators. Let's just let's just watch them fight. It's so mental how many times could be Tony's being called off and now in the midst of a pandemic it's still gonna happen in the most unlikely of circumstances is when we're finally gonna fucking say it if someone was to argue in the comments by the way this shouldn't be happening it's bullshit fighter safety you're, you're right you're right but but I'm bored I'm so bored do you know what I mean we need this right now hello everyone hello Ireland I would like to address my nation to our president Michael D Higgins to Vice Admiral Mark Mellet, to Garda Commissioner Drew Harris, Chief Medical Officer Tony Houlihan. I respect you all greatly, and I would like to put forth some of my thinking. This is great use of uh, celebrity power, right? Now, so many of them are piss-farting around singing Imagine All the People and posting selfies. Connor's trying to do something good here, and I do respect that. But I also know that politicians are highly unlikely to go, yeah, go on, Connor. Uh, what you got for me? I, I don't know. I, I think it's great that he's putting pressure on, but I just think politicians are twats, aren't they? True lockdown must begin, and it must begin now. A lockdown together. A lockdown united. We must close our airports. We must close all non-essential business. We must cut all non-essential travel. Commissioner Harris and Vice Admiral Mellet, we must prepare and deploy our units to all and any known built-up areas across our country. I think he's obviously making a very strong point and it's for the safety of the people. It is funny when people like Connor and other big wealthy motherfuckers come out and say, we must cut all non-essential work. And I'm like, well, your non-essential work might not be the guy down the road who's still got to pay his rent because that might be fucking essential to him and while some people can have the luxury of staying in their mansions or whatever and chilling out some people just have a gun to their head basically where bills are still going to need paid and they're, they're sitting there going i gotta go out i gotta make money gotta pay the fucking bills if you're gonna freeze the bills you're gonna freeze rent and governments are gonna say no 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 you can stay indoors you don't have to go anywhere then fair fucks while connor's heart is definitely in the right place some people are not in the same place as him financially and they just can't they can't afford to do that and i think that that isn't being accepted or thought about by some of these rich people who are speaking out ireland we have got this not only do we have the formula we have it ahead of time let's go ireland let's go rest of the world lockdown united together we stand i think connor speaks very well uh, you know it, it's good to see that that intelligent articulate side of him and a one that cares about his country is still there and i think that that'll win a lot of the hearts back from the people of ireland that he does care about them and he's not just sat in his mansion thinking about himself so i think it's good that he, he's put that out there and he's clearly a smart guy when he wants to fucking be you know he's using his power for good but like i say crashing the economy which is what that will do it will be detrimental to some people's lives in other ways as well and that's just something that i do think when rich people talk about full lockdown sometimes they just don't understand how it will end up costing lives in other ways so it's a tricky one but i do admire him for speaking out he seems quite clear of mind earlier this year we've seen him very lucid very on it whereas in previous years he'd just been full of himself he 
he was desperate to get back in the octagon. That isn't happening right now. And he's having another massive break. How will that impact his career? I don't think it's that lo- we're that long away from getting regular sporting events back. Maybe a few months. I don't know. It's imperative to his career if he wants to maintain that that state of mind of Eye of the Tiger, that killer that we've seen against Cerrone. He needs to get back in there ASAP. Because when the winner of Ferguson Khabib is decided, and it will be decided in April, he needs to be out there calling them out he need, and he needs to be fight ready let us know your predictions in the comments below for khabib versus tony and why i want to know your thinking because i will be doing a prediction video and i might even try to put a live stream together because i'm hoping by the time of april 18th comes round we might be in a place in the studio to do that so fingers crossed hopefully you've enjoyed the video don't forget to subscribe to tg2 i've got all sorts of magic coming to this channel Thanks for watching, and I'll see you later.